What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready here. He's taking another one and another. And Howard Foster has stopped it. Wow, that is going to be controversial. That's a crunching right hand. And that must finish it. It must finish it. Taylor trying to catch himself. Using his jab. He's a right hand. Another right hand. And he goes down. Good evening, good evening, everybody. Raps on TV here again for another edition on a Thursday evening. Thank you for listening. And we're here, we have our usual panel with us. Guys, do you want to say hello? Hey, it's Dinars. Good to be back, guys. Looking forward to the show. Yeah, Shalem, thank you very much, guys, for calling in and dialing again. And hope you enjoy the show. Perfect. So, guys, we have a, we have a treat for you today. Um, we have a special guest um, fresh off his great performance victory in Wembley last week. We have O'Hara Davis. O'Hara Davis, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. <laughs> good to be here. So I do appreciate you guys you coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, to talk about your career so far and mm-hmm. the great performance last night mm-hmm. and last week. Sorry. So mm-hmm. do you want to just talk about the fight last weekend and how you're feeling after taking that uh, the WBC belt? Uh, last weekend, that was a good fight, um, a tough fight. I trained really hard for it. I was um, quite nervous for that fight, mm-hmm. but um, I trained hard and um, I done what I had to do to get the win. Um, since the fight, I've just been out enjoying my life. I felt like in camp, um, I didn't have much of a life, a social yeah. life at all. I was just gym in the morning, bed in the evening, and then gym again in the evening, and then same thing again in the morning. So I didn't really didn't have a life for like months. I was in camp for. So now I'm just glad that um, I get to have a bit of social life again and just get just get this just really like being able to eat what I want to eat. Yeah like doing what I want to do for quite a while. So, I'm so just talk to us it. about, you said uh, social life, number mm. one, mm. and eating what you want to eat, mm. number two. So what are you mm. getting reacquainted with? Uh, which type of burgers, which type of uh, oh, I've been out to McDonald's. Foods. I've had a, a Big Mac meal. <laughs> Last night I had a Happy Meal. Been out to Honest Burger. I've been out to KFC. Um, been out to the bagel shop. Wow. Been having um, <laughs> apple crumble and custard. It's not even been a week yet. <laughs> yeah, you're making up for been lost having, time. Um, yeah, I've been having um, apple crumble and custard. Yes. So just um, just all that kind of, just loads of carbs. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, good stuff, yeah. the good stuff. Exactly. The good stuff. That's, what, that's what we've been feasting on. That's our mm. diet. So you're welcome yeah. to the diet of champions, yeah. you know. Um, so I know Inam has got, probably got a fight, uh, question mm. for you. Yeah, um, so what, 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 what are you doing in your spare time, right? What does O'Hara do in the weekends when he's not training and when he's not getting ready for a fight? When I'm not training, to be honest, I wake up and um, I'm a bit confused. Like, I'm used to being in the gym so much that once I, once the fight's all done, I'm a bit confused. I get up and I'm like, what, there's no gym today? Like, <laughs> what am I meant to do? So I look for something to do. I phone my friends and see what they're up to. Um, then we just go get food. That's what we do. Right? Yeah. We meet up, go get food. Um... I've got a girlfriend now, so um, nice. like while I've been in camp, we haven't had time to see her or okay. speak to her as much. So now that, well, when I met her, I was in, I was like, I was in camp. I was in like, in like the middle of camp. 
So it was hard. Like whenever we, like, <coughs> anytime we met, yeah. we couldn't go out to eat because I had all my meals already made mm-hmm. for me. So I have to put it in the microwave. And yeah. but now, like, I'm just looking forward to going, seeing um, just being able to do what we want to do, eat what we want to eat, go to bed what time we want to go to bed, and just, just being normal. I'm just enjoying. Yeah. Yeah, we see the this, we see the stamp that you put yeah. on Facebook that you're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we see that. Yeah. I, to, I, rela- I know you had to. Yeah. I had to let everyone know no. that she's mine. Yeah, exactly. So any yeah, female yeah. callers that are listening that have any additional <laughs> questions, then you know what it. Uh, you know he's the man he's spoken. He's taken for. Yeah, we're um, not having it on raps on. <laughs> <laughs> not not at all. Sorry, no nothing like that. So Dinaz, question for yourself. Uh, well, I had a question ready, but now I want to know where's the best burger joint in London. Uh, I'd say Honest Burger. Honest Burger. Yeah. Honest yeah. Burger. It's best I've had so far. Check that place out later. Mm-hmm. But um, aside from that. So you're saying now you're getting reacquainted with your, you know, mm. your regular life, your yeah. social life, the diet and stuff. Yeah. How long does that kind of last until you go back into camp? Is it when a fight's announced, or do you just kind of stay busy after a couple of weeks off? Because I fought five times this year, uh-huh. I haven't had much time off. Like after my fight in Germany on October the first, I literally had um, seven days off, and I had to get back into camp to fight a month later. All right. Back to back. Right now, I'm an um, I'm a 12 round fighter. Now, so my fights are going to be more rounds, and so camps are going to be a lot more longer, which also means I'll fight less frequently. Mm-hmm. So, like now, I want to have at least three weeks off. Okay. Like, we got Christmas coming up. I haven't I haven't had Christmas in two years because of I've fought at the end of January two uh-huh. years in a row. So this after this fight, I just want like three weeks off, just being able to do what I want to do, yeah. and then I'll get back into light work in the gym. My training's only going to be light and then just see what's next. But so any holidays planned with these three weeks that you've, that you've got off? No, no holidays planned. Just spend um, time with the missus. Yes. Christmas. I, yeah. The biggest Christmas. holiday there is. Yeah, that is true. Christmas <laughs> and, um, yeah, probably how next, many, next year. How many fights do you want to fight now going forward? You, 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 three times a year we'll do. Three, three times a year. Yeah. As a maximum, three times a year. Because yeah. um, especially like in the 12-round fights, it's a lot different being in mm. camp for it. Mm. Um Especially after my last fight, I felt like I'd done everything too fast because I thought I went on a holiday. As soon as I came back, I got right back into camp for a 12-round fight and it was a shock to me. It was a shock like because I didn't get warmed up into camp. I got straight into it. And like now I just want to take my time, have a bit of fun in the gym and then get into it gradually. Yeah, I suppose it was a serious fight for you as well. It was. You know, and what was. does this fight do for you in terms of rankings? Or, or, you know, um, I WBC? think I'm, on BoxRec, I'm number eight. I'm number three in the country. Yeah, that's right. Number 26 in the world. But I think with the WBC, it puts me in the top five or the top ten in the world mm. rankings. So, yeah. But there's been a lot of criticism about, you know, the how mm. the fight's gone. Yeah. And I mean, I thought, personally, yeah. I thought it was a flawless yeah. fight, mate, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. You know, like 120, yeah. 108. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't do better than that, so, yeah. really, unless it's a KO. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in the show that we've done before mm. this, all right, I, I was predicting a late stoppage for yeah. a couple of reasons. Yeah. I saw the guy's got, you know, he can, you yeah. know, from his record, you can see he's yeah. tough, and you got, yeah. you know, something, you got very high care on yeah. the show. So I'm thinking it's going to be a late stoppage. Yeah. But how tough was this guy? The guy had a chin. The guy definitely had a good chin. I caught him with a few. Actually, when I noticed that I'm not going to knock him out within round five, mm-hmm. I caught him with a shot in round five, and the guy's chin literally turned back and he came right back to me. And from then I was like. 12 rounds. This guy's got a chin. It's, this fact is going to go the whole 12 rounds. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, I've never been past round six before, and I've been to round six once. So how am I going to handle the whole rounds? So I was a bit, like, a bit on edge, which is why I kept in gear one the whole fight. I stayed in gear one, and I never came out of gear one because I, did, I didn't want to go open up, end up getting tired, and then get stopped. Exactly. Obviously, yeah. I've never been past round six, so just being safe, 
I kept thinking, well, I'm not going to open up, possibly get tired and then fight gets ended. So I thought about in boxing, it's all about being smart. If you can win a fight in gear one, you win the fight in gear one. Um, a lot of people wanted me to open up, throw more punches, but I'm thinking if I open up by throw more punches, I'm leaving myself open. Mm. So if I can win the fight on a jab, I will win the fight on a jab. Mm. I take as less hits as you can, give as many as much hits as you can. I wasn't, I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't going to go and knock him out from round five. So I just thought I'm going to jab him, jab him. I'm going to get the points, and I'm going to get the points, and um, that's what I done. But a lot of people wanted to see me go in there, open up, possibly get caught or get knocked out. That's not what that's not what I'm on. I'm on like just being a smart boxer, a smart fighter. If I can win the fight on a jab, I stayed in gear one the whole fight against a champion. Mm-hmm. I've just gone up in weight class. I fought against the current champion, and um, I made it look easy. I fought him in gear one. Oh. That guy is good. He came to fight. You saw what he done to when he fought John mm-hmm. Wayne Hibbert. Mm-hmm. So I so I worked him out. I looked I looked at what he could do good. And that's what I took away from him. Yeah, he had a 19 win, 19 win streak. Yeah, Precisely, yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah. I have to be honest. Yeah. Um, so my take on the fight, obviously, we were there. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a tough performance from yeah. Scarpa. Um, yeah. I thought it was a tough yeah. fight for yourself as well. Yeah. For, again, when I scored every round in your decision, um, you know, yeah. Scarpa's unbeaten since yeah. 2011. He's yeah. a tough, yeah. tough fighter. He wasn't yeah. going to let the belt go easily. Yeah. Um, in my mind, I think that you knew that you had to play that game in terms yeah. of your strategy. You yeah. had to keep him at yeah. length. Yeah. You had the range. Yeah. He didn't really want to engage until the later rounds, yeah. I felt. Yeah. So then you caught him with a good couple yeah, of yeah. uppercuts. Yeah. But I was actually impressed with your chin because mm. I felt that you got hit with at least two or three I big got, shots from him. Hit. And I won't say they stumbled you, but I could see that you felt them. Yeah. But then you were smart. You even yeah. clinched up, yeah. you know, in, in terms of close down the yeah. range. Yeah. So I thought it was a really good performance from yourself. And I think, yeah. you know, it's the first times you fought 12 yeah. rounds. Mm. So moving forward, would your, would your training be any different from what how you trained for this fight? Um, yeah, I feel like depending on who I fight, the training is always going to be different. Depending on who I fight, I look at what they do good and look at how I can take that away from them mm. and um, so depending on who I fight the training is ultimately going to be different on the technical side yes. on the fitness side it'll be the same or even better because mm. I, I was I only want to get fitter and fitter but now I know that I can do the 12 rounds so fighting I'll be a lot more com- a lot more comfortable yeah. in there because I've done it before it's not going to be something new to me Yeah. in the fight I got hit a couple of times I did get hit and they did hurt yeah. a couple of times but I was like well well you're supposed to right like, yeah. <coughs> and because um, I'm used to Literally going in there, banging mm. everyone out, and yeah. then getting out of there. This guy came to fight. A lot of people say that he didn't have any ambition. He did have, and he did. He did. The guy had heart. Yeah. If he beat me, he would have been. He would have been right up there. Yeah. So he didn't come in to come and get beat. No. Um, but if you look at the fight, every time that he tried to throw a shot, they all missed me. Mm. I I knew how to make his shots miss, and yes. I knew what I knew what 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 he likes to do is to fight on the front foot he likes mm. to throw shots on the front foot so he likes to be attacking me yeah. so what he'll do he'll literally he'll literally go on the ropes guard up while mm. you're throwing your shots on the inside mm. then when you get a bit tired it's when he opens up and yeah. he throws and he, and he, and he attacks you so I knew that that's what he does which is why I didn't engage too much I mm. didn't attack him too much I didn't come in too I didn't come in too much to him. Yeah. That's what he wanted to do. And then again, I didn't go too back. Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I was. I was. I, I wasn't ever on the on the back foot. Mm. So everything that he knew how to do, I took it. I took it away from him. Yeah. And then when he did throw shots, all the shots missed because I'm because I'm sharp. So he didn't know how to fight. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have a plan B. Yeah. And um, that's what I capitalized on. And 
with that, you can make the fact this look so easy. And I think your your own skill set. So you yeah. know, he's well known that yeah. you've got a great arm, you've got yeah. great reach, yeah. long arms. Yeah. Um, I felt that actually kept him at bay as well because yeah. when he was trying to come forward, you could actually put him off with a body shot. Yeah. Um, and he was just kind of startled. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you just gauged the range so well he yeah. just didn't know what to do so for the mm -hmm. first six rounds I think he was just thinking okay coasting yeah. and yeah. Then I, he, I believe he did it he knew there was not a, no chance of a knockout yeah. and then he tried to sort of engage yeah, but yeah. for me I think it was a clear win and I think it was an impressive win because yeah. you know a lot of people talk about size yeah. um, and the opportunity I think there were a lot of factors potentially mm -hmm. going against you to put pressure on you for that yeah. fight and yeah. you came out of it I mean tell me about how you feel about it. it's your first big show at an arena like Wembley at Wembley Arena um Every fight just feels all the same to me, to be yeah. honest. Like, it don't matter whether it's like main event or not. The only difference is the time that I fight. Like When I fight at 5 o'clock, I usually only get time to have one meal. But this time I have to fit in another meal and I'm trying to figure out how much am I meant to be eating. Yeah. So that was quite different. But once you get in that ring, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same as everywhere else. Like the crowd, I don't acknowledge anyone when I'm in the ring. Mm. It's just me and the person that I'm fighting against. It don't matter whether I'm fighting first or last. Yeah. It's just the same thing. It's just mm. business. You just go in there and do what and just do what you know. Yeah. How did you find the twelve rounds horror? To be honest, I was fit for this fight, so I found it easy. Only because I've been doing it in the gym. I've been like the, like all my sparring for this for, um, on that camp was it was good. I had good work, like the best work that I've had ever. The training was so in, it was so hard. It was so intense. All the hill runs, and just everything, it was it was it was so intense that when finite came, I was so fit. But then again, until you go there and you do it, you, you're not sure how fit you are. Mm. So now I know that if I as long as I train at that in the gym again, mm. I'll be that fit again in my next fight. Mm. What was the game plan? What for my for this fight? What was the game plan? The game plan was it was exactly what I done. Right. It was, it so was, you done spot on what you asked to do, yeah, basically. Yeah. You can't knock that in, can you, really? Yeah. Not at all. Is it yeah. safe to say it's your toughest fight, though? 100% my toughest Definitely, fight. Yeah. It's the only guy I thought that really came to win that had mm. a lot to lose, because if he beat me, he'll be right up there. Yeah. So he had um, he had a lot to win. Okay. Who do you want to fight next? That's, really, that's the last thing on my mind right now, yeah. is yeah. thinking about a next fight date or thinking about who I'm going to fight next. I, don't, I just want to enjoy, enjoy my life. I haven't, and it's weird because I haven't felt like this yet in my boxing career. I've always, after my fight, I'm more thinking, ah, oh, so when's my next fight? When's my next fight? But this is my first time I'm thinking about this one to enjoy life for a bit. Mm. And just like, because that camp was, it was hard. And it's not hard, it's hard on the mind as well, mentally hard. And um, yeah, so I just think probably have a little break and then just still go in the gym. I still, I still go in the gym, I still train and. But have a little break and then to see what's next, see how I feel. But yeah. I'm not going to rush into anything. I mean, you must be, you're in one of the best gyms. Yeah. For me, I think it's one of the best gyms in yeah. the UK. You know, you got Tony Sims, mm -hmm. top, top coach. You got Anthony Joshua, probably mm -hmm. the biggest star in UK boxing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ricky Burns is a world champ mm -hmm. again, you know, three yeah. times world champ. Um, Connor Ben. Mm -hmm. What's it like working with these guys? Um, with these guys all it's time. good. Like we all push each, like we all push each other, inspiring. We all help each other out um, on our runs. It's all competition. Ain't no one helping out anyone in our runs. Mm. Who wins? Who wins? The, who wins the runs? Depends <coughs> on different runs we do. When we do our, um, we do a run that's like I think is uh, just under a thousand meters. Martin usually wins that runs that run. When we're doing like our sprints on the stairs, Connor usually wins that. So Connor's really good on the stairs. Ted's good on the stairs. Um, Felix is good. I'm being honest. 
I don't come first in any of these runs. Right. I don't. I don't come first in any of these runs. These guys are too fast mm. for me. But I still push myself. Yeah. You, you know, if you do ten sprints, I try to win three. I, I try to win three of them. But those guys are really good at running. They know how to run. Okay. So it's just not your style running, no? No. <laughs> I'm not far back, but yeah, I'm not usually first. Okay. But and in terms of this fight again, the mm. good exposure from Sky, yeah. a great commercial was yeah. on Sky Sports yeah. Two, yeah. prime time. Mm. I mean, how did that make you feel? How did it make your family feel getting to see yourself? I'm good. It's like a long time coming. I've been boxing for ages, and this yeah. is like been the goal and the dream from when I was really young. My goal. Yeah. My family are obviously really proud of me. Um, it's my been my goal and my dream from when I was young. So just I'm finally there now. Yeah. Achieving my goal that my young self would have been really proud. Mm. Like. Yeah, like the young version of me, if you could look into the future and see this is what this is you. Yeah. Would've, would've it been was really a proud. great achievement. Yeah. And Muscat made the whole big thing about, you know, your past and, mm. you know, your, where you come from and stuff <coughs> like that. You know, if you weren't doing boxing, if you yeah. didn't go into boxing, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, I would have Eating burgers? No, nah, not eating burgers. <laughs> I would have been a drug dealer, which is what I was doing before I got into boxing. Hmm. And um, I don't think I would have I would have stopped really. Hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't finish my school. I got kicked out of every school I've ever been to. So my academically didn't have any qualifications. Hmm. Um, so I couldn't get a job obviously. Obviously, so the only thing I knew I had to do was sell drugs. And that's what. So you say boxing saved your life? That whole yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Boxing did in yeah. the terms of um, I was getting arrested every day, every other day, going to court, and um, I was just on a bad road. But once I, once I got into boxing, I didn't even have a vision like this. Like I'm gonna be a big boxer. I just liked. I just liked it. I just liked to go in the gym, put on gloves, and hit the pads. Or how did you, you fall into boxing? What, what happened? Um, I was in a youth club, and um, that was in Hackney. And um, they had a coach that that would go and that would go and come in a youth club every Wednesday, and do pads with us. And that's how it started off. So from there, I went to the boxing gym, and then, yeah, now we're here. But um, that's how I started off. I just liked to hit the pads and hit the bags, and it wasn't anything about money or me going pro mm. or me having fights. It was just I liked it. And then I sparred one time. I got beat up. I was so angry. I went home. I remember I took a long jog. I took a long way. I said, I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat that guy. And then I came back again. I got beat up again. But the same guys that used to beat me up at the time. What's came, his name? Different people. <laughs> yeah, the people. They came, came where they would take weeks out of the gym and they'll say months out of the gym and I trained every single day Damn. and then eventually dedication. eventually I got them all back yeah good eventually good. I got get your revenge back. with mm. the dedication so you were training at the youth club yeah. but were you a fan of boxing as well like did nah, you what, I never watched you boxing. never watched boxing nah. okay we see that a lot with some boxers yeah. we, boxing is nothing I was really into and then no. when I did get into it I started watching Floyd the videos of the cars okay. and TMT and a pad work. Yeah, that's when I wasn't a boxing fan. I was a, a Floyd fan. I oh, still am. Right. And there's a lot. We have a lot of Floyd fans. Yeah, 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 fans. Right yeah. Above, Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we're going to switch things up a bit here. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to do a quick fire round. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? So I'm yeah. just going to throw some statements out there. You mm-hmm. just pick pick one or two. Yeah. So we'll start with Broner or Crawford. Who would you prefer to fight? If you had to fight one, <laughs> you'd prefer to fight any of them. You of them, yeah. Them. You want to fight, face both of them eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you could fight anyone from history, who would it be? Sure. Anyone from history? Anyone. There's no right or wrong answer here. Shane McGuigan. I don't really want to say much about him, but he's someone that I'd really like to punch in the face. Okay. 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 
Is that in boxing rules? Um, <laughs> if he was boxing, yeah, I know that he done amateur boxing. So okay, yeah. so if he was both amateur at the same time, then so lace up the gloves. All right, then that's interesting. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, well, we already spoke about you, you mm. didn't grow up watching boxing, but if you say there was, you get inspiration from a boxer, mm. is there anyone you could point to? Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, yeah, Money May. Yeah, he's the okay. best. TV. <laughs> Have you seen him fight before live? Yeah, I've seen him fight yeah. once live. Um, when he fought Guerrero, I think that was two thousand and. Oh, right, yeah, 13 yeah, yeah, or 2012. Yeah. Talk to us about that because I understand, obviously, yeah. we know the Theophane, actually Theophane, yeah. and we understand that yeah. he was in the gym there working yeah. and he kind of uh, helped yeah. you out some tickets. I but know. just talk to us yeah. about how you got that exposure to the Mayweather gym. Um, coach I was with at that time, he had a few links out there in Flurry mm-hmm. Gym, so we, like he took me there for the first time and I was like in amazement. Like, wow, obviously, I had to find a way to get like, and, like the money to take me there, mm-hmm. but all my family and friends, like everyone put in a a bit of money to get me over to the States. And, um, yeah, so I went there. It was just amazing. Like, I met 50 Cent. I went to 50 Cent's gym, and, like, when we was all there, we went to Flay's gym. We sparred. And, um, yeah, actually, Fear Pain looked at me, and he said, oh, out of everyone that I see here, like, when I see you go in there and you spar, I see you kind of stand out and you're mm. putting in work. So um, I'm going to give you a gift. Yeah, tickets were like five thousand dollars each, and I'm just thinking like this, this is a good man because he could have sold them. Yeah, he could have he, he he could have sold them and made a lot of money, but decided to give it to me for free. He didn't charge me or nothing, mm. and um, I'm thankful till this day. And um, yeah, so I got. And to is that something fight. that maybe you as an up and coming boxer, you know, in terms of you're no longer a mm. prospect now, mm. you've got a belt, mm. you know, you are going to be a name with mm. target with a target on your back. Yeah. Is that something that you would like to? St- do yourself in terms of give back to a community or the community in terms of just helping out? Um, not really a community or I would give I like to give to people that work hard yeah. but haven't got the haven't got the opportunities or mm. someone that works hard but haven't got like let's say they work like that if someone wants to box, they're good at it, they work hard but they haven't got the money to get a pair of gloves. Mm. Like, I'll give them a pair of gloves kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But I wouldn't I would, wouldn't just go and help anyone because some people don't work hard. Yeah. Like some people are in a place that they're in because because they because they don't work hard. Mm. But if someone works hard and they really want it, yeah. Then and I've got then 100. Yeah, percent I'll help anyone. It's the acid test, isn't it? If you know that yeah. you see some, you see you spot yeah. something in yourself. Yeah. That I think Theophane probably yeah. said to you because you know he yeah. went out there. Yeah. started working hard and mm-hmm. then the guys over there yeah. sort of spotted him and, and then he worked to get a contract. Mm-hmm. So in terms of working in that American gym, you know, yeah. in terms of training, I'm assuming a lot of bravado, uh, a lot of people may yeah. be potentially yeah. saying, let me test this guy, yeah, we've yeah. seen yeah. what happens in the yeah. doghouse. Yeah. Um, what was your experience of being in the doghouse? It's doghouse and it's here, in here. Challenging. Like, in here, like you go into the matching gym and everyone shakes your hand. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, how's things? How you doing? Like, it's a friendly gym. Yeah. But in Floyd gym, it was totally different. I remember when I walked in there, I'm trying to say hello to everyone and and no one even looks at me like yeah. and like no one even said hi back or, or or like or anything. People were like, oh, so we're like, who's this guy? Yeah. Like, so where's he from? Is he from London? Like, are you trying to get some work? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like cool. Like, so you're with the spa? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get changing, get in the ring. Everyone came around the ring and just saying, no, oh, are you gonna get your ass whooped now? Are you gonna get your ass whooped? And like, then, but with me, I was always been quite outspoken, so. I started to talk back like to everyone. I started saying, "No, like, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna whoop ass. I'm not gonna get my ass whooped. I'm mm. gonna whoop ass." And then um, I forgot who I sparred with, but I sparred and I done really good. You done well. So after that spar, it was more like, "I'm, I'm a part of it now. Like, yeah. everyone, like I'm a part of the of the gym family." Did, make, did you make any friends there with anyone? Did you yeah, close with anyone. Yeah, I met Arch out there. I met Arch. I'm good mates with now. 
Oh, okay. in the Mayweather gym? Yeah, that's where we met. Okay, how, what was he doing out there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I met, I, met, I met him out there. I think he went out there to go and learn to box or just to go and train or just yeah. as a tourist. Yeah. Yes, I met him out there. I met other, other fighters in Flay's gyms. You mm. know, uh, some of them I'm still in touch with now. Flay's got a nephew who um, I still talk to. Um, who I met, who I met out there, um, Jay Lee and Love, I met out there, and um, yeah, so I met a few, a few people out there that I'm still that I still talk to every now yeah. and again. Yeah, no, that's great, yeah. great experience. Mm. So in terms of you know, obviously we're talking about the fight game. Mm. Um, we see recently the massive gloves are off between. Um, we've seen highlights between White and Jazora yeah. and Week. We had some yeah. exclusive uh, footage which mm. showed a bit more. Yeah, who would, would you, who would you like to have a gloves are off with? And I think that you're somebody that can give as good as you get. So yeah. do you think that you would just dominate totally in terms of whoever is, is sitting against the table? Mm. Is it you? I don't know. I don't know. Anyone, to be honest, I don't really mind. Yeah. It's going to be the same result when the fight comes back. Yeah. It'll just be the same result. So I don't really mind anyone. Are you interested? I mean, the gloves are off. Mm. I mean, as a as a scene, do you, is that something that interests you, though? Nah. It used to. Like, when I was young, yeah. I was, like, going to sit behind the camera and mm. you get to... Say what you want, and the whole world sees it. Yeah. Now I'm more like, I'm not really. It don't really interest me anymore. Yeah. I think just as you get older, a bit more mature, and like before, I used to be like, ah, oh, I can't wait until people know who I am, and then like later ask me if, if they can get a picture. Mm. Like, but then when it started happening, I'm more like, I don't really. You don't really, like, you don't really feel that good anymore. You don't mm. really feel that good, or like I've waited for years to have like to be this. Mm. And it's not that enjoyable. Yeah, I'd rather just go, if I'm if I got a hard fight coming up, I'd rather be in a gym trying to train instead of sitting behind a camera, mm. entertaining yeah. people. Yeah, I know you do hear that a lot as yeah. well. But I guess it's that whole part of trying to promote who yeah. you are as yeah. a brand. Yeah. Um, you know, and making sure that mm. the, the the sporting community mm. um, and outside gets to know who you are. So, yeah. in terms of your brand, is there anything specific that you're trying to do to work? On the O'Hara Davies, O'Hara Davies brand. Nah, I'm just trying to win my fights. To be just honest, knock out people. I'm just trying to win my fights. Yeah, just trying to win my fights. Tunnel and, uh, vision. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. all. Like when I first got into it, it was a bit different. I had a lot of different plans. Now, ultimately, it's about getting your wins. Because if you don't win, there is nothing else. Without a win, there is no brand. Yeah. Like, a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of people focus on other stuff on brand and stuff like that, and then they end up getting beat, mm. and then they realize, oh crap, there's no brand because. I'm not worth anything because yeah. I've just got beat. So I feel like the main focus is just about getting the wins and getting the wins and 100%. keeping your like your mental health. Mm. Boxing is a hard sport and it's like it's a lot of uh, it's a lot on the mind and I feel like you need to rest when you need to rest. Mm. Take a break when you need to take a break. Like I look at the career of um, Floyd. Sometimes it'll take off a year, mm. uh, two years and. I used to think to myself, why is he taking off? Like, why is he taking these breaks when he could be earning a lot of money? Mm. Then now I'm realizing it takes a lot on the mind, and sometimes you need a little break. Yeah. You, you need a little break, and even though there might be a certain opportunity there, some opportunities you might have to turn down for the sake of your mental health. Yeah, just exactly, mm-hmm. and it's about it's about being uh, re-energized and yeah. revitalized yeah. for fights. You know, it's yeah. not about. You no, know, some people say, yeah. oh, 
why a fighter's not fighting four or five times a year. Yeah. I don't think that's feasible. Yeah. It used to happen in the past, but we saw that there was a lot of flaws yeah, with yeah, that yeah. now as well. So, mm. so Ahara, so we do a thing with Raps on TV, which mm. is unique for our show, mm. is that we have a phone line, we open up the phone lines and we speak to a few mm. of our callers. Um, typically, it's about any boxing news that's yeah. gone on in the week. So we're hoping that we should have some questions for you, if that's mm. okay as yeah, well. Um, so we're going to open up the lines, guys. So um, we're now going to be opening up to uh, 561. 561, we're coming to you. Cedric? Cedric, yeah. How you doing? How you doing, Cedric? I'm not too bad. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Thanks for calling in again, becoming a, a follower. And that's what we like to see to spread the brand. So we have O'Hara Davis in the studio with us. Um, uh, he, uh, he had a fight last weekend against Andrew Scarpa. Is there a question that you've got for uh, O'Hara Davis? Yeah. Um, O'Hara, first and foremost, I'd like to congratulate you on your last win. That was a good fight. It looked like a tough fight and you came through it. Yeah. It's really good to actually see uh, a young British boxer coming through the ranks and doing quite well. I have just a one question for you, and it's with regards to where you see yourself in terms of if you had to have a dream fight in the next four or five months, who would you want to actually fight? Um, to me, a dream fight is not who... I'd want to fight is how much money they pay me to fight. <laughs> um, a fight that's going to pay me a lot of money, that would be my dream fight. There's no person that I would want to fight. As you, as you know, boxing is a business, so show me the money and it's my dream. No, do you know, I can appreciate Who's the biggest money fight do you think I did in horror? At yeah. 140. Uh, who's, whoever's the world champions. Whoever's the world champions. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm really... Um, that's what I'm really aiming for. That's yeah. That's that's what I want to go to. So I, I want to go up a level. I know that there's been a bit, bit of talks about me going down the British route, and um, I haven't spoken to my coach or my manager yet or anyone about what route I'm going to take next. But um, I'll see them soon, and we'll sit down and discuss it about what route I'm going to take next. But I want to go onto world level now. I don't see myself wanting to go back down the level, start Great. fighting for other titles. Great. So thanks for that question, Cedric. And um, we're going to be touching base on the Lomachenko Waters fight um, a bit later. So stay on the line, um, and we'll come back to you for your opinions on that. Um, but we're going to be moving to nine eight five nine eight five. The line is all yours. Hello. Hello there. Good evening, everyone. Hi. How are you doing? Are we, are we, are we well. Who's speaking? I'm speaking to Daniel Appiah out in Northwest London. <laughs> How are you doing, Daniel? Thanks for calling in. We got we had we enjoyed your call last week. Very energetic. So we've got we've got Ahara Davis in the studio with us. Um, is there is there a quick specific question that you you've got for him at all? Not really specific question. I just want to tell him to just keep his head up and just keep going. Uh, I've been listening. I've been listening to what he's been saying. Just keep up the hard work, and uh, we're all we're all going to support him and get behind him. And uh, yeah, that's all I really want to say. Really. Yeah. Thank you. Um... It's what I need sometimes. Just um, you know, after my last fight, a lot of the messages that I've been getting have been quite bad and quite negative. So it's good to um, when I see when I hear someone say something positive, and that tries to encourage me. I really appreciate that. Can I say something on this show? Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. if they want to say negative stuff, fuck them. That's all I can say. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you're gonna get to the top. Keep Thank doing you. your hill runs. Keep training. Keep working hard. And then you're gonna, you, you can ram the criticism down their throats, can't you? Thank you very much, Daniel, for calling in. So, again, stay on the line. Um, we're going to talk about Lomachenko Waters shortly. Um, we're now moving to 855. 855. It's Khalil. Hi, Khalil. Um, oh, question, 
Yeah, I've got a question for Ahara. Okay, perfect. What's going on with that stuff on, with Spencer Fearon on Twitter, man? I Spence. thought you guys were boys. We used to be boys, but I don't know. He's gone to the other side now. Um, today, I don't know what he's... I don't know what happened to him, but he's been um, saying a few negative things about me online. What he usually does after my fights, he usually phones me and lets me know how he thought the fight was. But this time, he didn't phone me. He just went right online and started saying, oh, Harry Davis didn't do good. Taylor would beat him, blah, blah, blah. So I'm all thinking, like, if you've got anything to say, then you can phone me. But, so, um, yeah, so we kind of just had um, a, dis- a disagreement. Um, Spencer's just been a sheep. He's been seeing whatever he's been saying on Twitter and he's just kind of drained in. Do you not think he's getting pressure from Sky? Like, they're saying that he only, like, you know, he's got boys that he only, like, promotes. So if he does promote you, keep promoting you, then it's not really doing well. Like, he's not being objective so there's a bit of that as well he's trying to be, like, do his job at the same time what he says on Twitter has got nothing to do with um, Sky, the only thing that's got to do with Sky is what he says when he's on the show, whatever he sends up online on Twitter that's got to do with that's his own views, that's his own views and his and his own thoughts so that's got nothing to do with um, Sky Sports to be honest anyway, uh, good, uh, good. thank you but when you look at what Spencer's done as a boxer Spencer hasn't even won a Southern Area title Every uh, he lost three fights that were for Southern Area titles I won the English title and I just won the, the, like the WBC silver so he needs to stick to doing what he does all the talking and I stick to what I do the fighting no, respect. Anyway, good win, man. Yeah, Thank you. Keep going. Cheers, Khalil, uh, any, is, is that, that's all? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Perfect. So listen, Khalil, stay on the line. We're going to talk about uh, Lomachenko Waters later, so it'll be great to get your opinion. Cheers. So, um, yeah, so we just, um, we spoke about, obviously, the fear on thing, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's, I think, on my opinion, I think you guys have known each other, so hopefully you get that sorted. Um, mm-hmm. It seems to be a lot of, sort of, like, Sorted. I don't think there opinions. is anything to sort out. Now I yeah. know what kind of person he is. I'll stay at his way, and he'll stay at my way. It's just sad to see that um, what kind of person he is. You know, yeah. I didn't ex- expect that from him. But Spencer's a sheep and a snake and um, every other bad word that there is. I've got zero respect for him right now. And um, if he ever sees me, he should just walk straight past me. OK, that's, okay. well, you're not mincing your words there, so yes. that's what that's what we want. You know, we, we expect the boxers and yeah. our fans also don't mince their words. So, yeah. you know, it's up for open dialogue. Um, yeah. As as you probably know, we you know we work within the world of boxing, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see, you know, I say what fear on feels, um, mm. but you know again, your opinions are your opinions or mm. So yeah, we totally respect that. Mm. Um, so Inam, um, further questions? Yeah, December ten, Dylan White and Chisora kick off. Yeah. Who wins? Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a tough fight. Dylan White is a lot more young, fresh, hungry. I'd say. You know, Derek's already been there. Derek's already been where Dillian hasn't been, on the stages where Dillian hasn't been. But Derek's not a guy to overlook. Mm. And I know that the whole animosity that they've had for this fight, that how Derek's going to work hard and be in good shape, in better shape than he was in his, in his last few fights. So Dillian White's got to uh, make sure that he's just on his game, make sure that he brings his A game. And I reckon Dillian White could win if he, um, as long as he brings his A game. Yeah, I mean, do you think you can, do you think you can KO Chisora? I don't see that fight going to points. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't see that fight going to points. No, I mean, the way I see it, like, Klitschko couldn't put down Chisora, really, you know. 
Yeah. Didn't want his last two fights, you know, he didn't put down Dave Allen and Ian Lewison as well. Yeah. You know, so I can't see how he's going to put down someone like Chisora in all yeah. honesty. So I can see it just going to points. That's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, it would also, terms. I think Chisora is also a key factor in this. Yes, he's fighting, but I think if it's the Chisora that turned up against, you know, maybe a Fury, then we don't know, we, we kind of know the way the fight's going to go. But I think it's mm-hmm. the Chisora that turned up against Klitschko, Jennings. Um, you know, he clearly trained hard, he clearly wanted the fight as well, I think. Mm-hmm then, you know, it's going to make it for an intriguing contest. Um, you know, who's going to win? I guess December the 10th, we're going to find out and see. But yeah, it's definitely a big, big fight on these shores, I would say, at the heavyweight British division. Um, so we've had a bit of um, controversy this week, O'Hara. Um, I think yeah. everybody's been speaking about it. The Hay versus Bellew, which was obviously yeah. announced. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on, on that fight? And are you going to are you going to watch it? Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, before, if it was you asked me before, I'd have said, "Hell yeah, I'm going there." Yeah. But now I don't really care about anyone else. I just care about me yeah. myself, mm. to be honest. Um, and what progress I'm gonna be making. Mm. So um, I don't think I'll be going there unless if I could be on a bill. If I'm on a bill, I'll be there because mm. I'm fighting. If I'm not fighting in it, I won't be there. But it's gonna be an exciting fight. I've seen the press conference, the build up, and um, it's all it's all looking good. Um. Don't know who's don't know who's gonna win, but yeah, it'll be a good fight. Yeah, I mean, do you not think it's safe safe to say that he's gonna win? Uh, no, no, nah. Tony Bellew's good. I rate Tony Bellew. Yeah. Uh, all it all it takes is just one shot from him and you're out. So Hayes got to be on his A game. And then again, Hayes not anyone to mess with either. So they both got to be in the A game. But that Tony Bellew can hit really hard. And all it takes is that one shot. Man, Tony Bellew just fights like a man that's just angry. Mm-hmm. He, he just he's angry. always angry, isn't he? He's yeah. always angry. Yeah. He just he, he just always angry, and like, I've seen him in person. Like any time I see him, he's smiled and he's yeah. quite happy. But I just think that he's angry. He just he gets he, he just gets angry when he sees anyone that's in his weight class. Mm. I reckon as soon as he, he sees anyone that's in his weight class, he just sees red. <coughs> but with me, I'm a, I'm only a, a super lightweight, so he don't he don't really care. Mm. But anyone that's in his weight class, he just hates he just hates them with like a passion, and you can see, you can tell that is that. That the hatred isn't fake. He's the guy that's actually angry. Yeah. Just, do you think just... it's genuine though when he hates Hay for his last two fights? Do you think that's genuine? No, I think he hates some of the habits that Hay does. Like he thinks some stuff that Hay does they quite annoy him. He thinks that Hay thinks that he's like a whole like like a, like a Hollywood actor, mm. celebrity. Mm. You know, the big hair, the glasses, and like you know what I mean, just that kind of stuff that yeah, just yeah. gets on his nerves. Right, right. And um, yeah, so. And I have to say, I, I, I agree with what I was saying. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion for Hay. Um, I think Hay is a tough competitor. We know he's got the power at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of intangibles that make this fight intriguing. So David Hay's been inactive for quite a while. Mm-hmm. The guys he's fought, let's be honest, there weren't really any tune-up type of fights. Um, Bellew's got a lot of confidence at the moment. You know, he's a cruiserweight champion. Um for him, he's got nothing to lose. Um, everybody's saying big payday. I don't believe that this is a big payday for Bellew. I think that he wants to try and cement something for himself in terms of his legacy. So I do think, you know, there's a lot of intangibles that make this fight a lot closer. Um, David Hayes, as much as he's got great power, his stamina is not as key. Um, whereas Bellew's shown that he's gone the distance. Again, his chin has been questioned, but he's fought really tough guys. You know, Stevenson is a, is a heavy hitter. So for me, I think this fight, um, I'm looking forward to it, I have to say. Um, I think it's going to be really um, intriguing and, yeah, I can't, can't wait for it. Yeah, I mean, if we've learned anything about boxing in November, it's mm. that then nothing is a foregone conclusion. Yeah. I mean, we saw with the Ward-Kovalev um, fight, 
And then we also saw the effects of a long layoff mm. uh, recently with uh, Lomachenko Waters fight. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you as well. Like, yeah. There's there's no foregone conclusions here. I mean, the way I see it, you know, Belly, I see him blowing off. Most press conferences blows off, but yesterday after Hay turned on him, I think he's looking British. Yeah, I think he looks scared, man. To be honest, I think he wasn't the same Belly. And afterwards, on IFL, he's saying. Um, he's a thug. I don't never do stuff like that. I'm thinking, hold on, Bill, you don't, you know, he's, he's the bully. Bill is always a bully, isn't he? I mean, if we're honest, yeah. I mean, he's, he's mouthy, as you know. I think bully's a bit strong. I think he is mouthy, but I think, you know, he's a confident person and, you know, he likes to. It's an intimidating sport sometimes, I think, boxing. So, you know, you can't always be nice and pleasant, you know, the way Anthony Joshua is. Sometimes you just have to open your mouth. And he's had a few battles, so bully's a bit strong, but yeah. I think that he was definitely surprised that Hay threw the punch um, and his post-match interview kind of suggested that. Um, so in terms of, you know, we spoke so much with Yuhara Ahara and we mm -hmm. spoke about the match from card. Um, mm -hmm. So there was a couple of other um, highlights mm -hmm. um, on the night, um, mm -hmm. some good prospects. Um, mm -hmm. Katie Taylor was one, which is the, yeah. the obvious one. Um, mm -hmm. Did you get to see the, her fight at all? Um, I think I saw, like, 30 seconds of her fight because I was in the change room getting mm -hmm. warmed up because yeah. I was um, the fight after her. So yeah, she's... I've heard she done well. Yeah. She's achieved lots as an amateur, so can nothing but um, wish her all the best. Yeah, and you just hope that women's boxing kind of takes mm. on and we get more opponents yeah. for her to kind of build a legacy. Yeah. I think yeah. I thought she was a great talent, yeah. great combinations, you know, good speed. Mm. Um, she really took out her opponent really mm. quickly. Um, so on the other on the night as well, we saw uh, uh, Belotti um, take this English English Championship, which was a yeah. good re re result for him. Reese Belotti fought good. He fought against the person that came to fight. Yeah. That Ian Bailey, he came to fight. That fight wasn't easy for him. That was not an easy. And... Um, Ian Bailey's a lot more experienced than mm. Reese is, but Reese's done good. He handled it well. Mm. At times, I thought this fight could go either way. Yeah. But Reese showed that he's got not only the fitness, the heart, yeah. and he's not that experienced, but he showed experience. Yeah, no, I agree. And um, yeah, he done his he done his thing. He came through there, um, and then obviously we had uh, Craig Richards, um, yeah. who's also somebody that you know closely. He yeah. took care of his opponent in the second round. Um, yeah. Do you get to see that at all? Craig, yeah, I was backstage watching that. Craig Richards, he just made easy work of his opponent. Yeah. He's, had a, he's had a couple of hard fights I, and um, this fight was a lot easier than his past fights were. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, for Craig Richards, for me, I have to say, I think for 2017 is a yeah. big year for him. Yeah. He's somebody I tip to start yeah. moving up the match room yeah. sort I, of lists. I of. think he wants a, um, a step up now. I think he's kind of fed up of uh, fighting people that yeah. he can just kind of do easily mm. I think he wants um, a Sabinaria title fight or an English title fight now and that's what he should be getting because he's had enough fights now mm. so um, he needs to start getting up there yeah he's definitely got the ability to get to that level as well mm. um, who's got the Southern area title who? I have no idea yeah um, so um, so then obviously we had two contests where we saw Jake Ball yeah. um, and Ben Hall obviously lost yeah. their fights so the yeah. Jake Bell Jake Ball Jake Bell stoppage um, that was yeah. I was entertaining but that was quite you know that was a big shock that was really a brutal, that was a yeah. shot. I think that he should have um, <coughs> taken his time a lot more I feel like when he caught him he kind of rushed in mm. and um, left himself open to get hit Yeah, which is what I didn't want to do in my fight which is why I didn't open up because yeah. I'm not opening up to possibly get hit even if I hit even if I get someone and they and they and they kind of buckle mm -hmm. I'm still going to keep calm and, and, be, and be smart keep yeah. my distance because in boxing, all it takes is that one punch that can change anything. Exactly. And that's what happened to Jake Ball. He got hit with a punch and um, he didn't recover. Yeah. He didn't recover and the yeah. knockout just ended things. It yeah. was quite brutal. 
And um, yeah, so that uh, we totally agree yeah. with you that um, he seems to be fine now as well. So yeah. we're happy. I know he was rushed yeah. to hospital, but he seems to be in a stable mm. condition now. So, you know, for all the fighters on that night, you know, we wish them mm. all the best. And, yeah. you know, win or losses, you just got to continue with your career. Yeah. So another big fight, um, not sure if you caught it, it was very early hours yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Lomachenko versus uh, Waters. Um, yeah. In terms of the result, you know, we've all seen that Waters practically said no mass and gave yeah. up. Yeah. Um, what was your thoughts on the fight? Uh, or I didn't you... watch the fight. Um, I didn't watch the fight. I heard that Nicholas Waters gave up. Yeah. What's your thoughts on Lomachenko? He's good. Yeah. He's good. I've seen. I've seen him fight. I've seen a few clips of him fight. He's not in my weight class. Yeah. No. no. So um, I don't really care about him. To be honest, I don't watch him. Um, don't watch him. He's got. He's quite skillful and good. Yeah. But I mean, I've... that's his weight class. I'm like, I want to watch people that I can be fighting against in the future, and yeah. um, he's not one of them. Yeah, and I think you know, in terms of the the performance of the guys, for our listeners, obviously he was yeah. um, he stopped Walters. Um, Walters yeah. gave up at the end of the sixth round. Yeah. Um, I have to say it was I thought it was a really good performance from Lomachenko. He mm-hmm. showed great range, you know, good combinations. He got yeah. close up to the body um, with some great shots. Mm-hmm. And there was a quite a, it was a funny moment at the end of the sixth round when they both went to their separate corners. Lomachenko looked back at Walters and kind of it was either a hurry up and come back or it was like you better yeah. quit because he kind of just waved his hand at him and yeah. it was just like he had a very mean look in his eyes so yeah. I thought that was quite telling um, there was noise around you know Walter saying he didn't feel he had enough tune-up fights or he wasn't readily prepared yeah. I mean how do what, in, you, you're a fighter in the mind mm. of a fighter if you're not bright or you're yeah. not prepared for a fight what do you do? Do, you, do you... Yeah, if you're not mentally ready then, then you've got to let everyone know early yeah. if I'm not ready for a fight or if I'm not ready to get back into camp now I will let everyone know I'm not ready to get back into camp so you gotta change what day I'm what day mm. I'm on a show or what day yeah. or what show I am on. Um you can't blame anyone. You can't you can't give any excuses. That's your fault. You got beat, just say I got beat hands down. Mm. If I know that I'm ill and I still go in a fight and I get beat, there is no excuses. Like, if there's an excuse then you postpone the fight or you do something so you can maximize your chance of um getting a win. Yeah. And there ain't no excuse. You can't say I never felt good. Yeah, you never felt good because you were getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. That's the only. That's the only excuse. Well, I mean, I've probably said a similar kind of thing. You can't. Mm. You can't say something like that after the fight. Yeah. You know, because mm. it's almost like calling the fans as well. I mean, he's yeah. going to have a whole country behind him. Yeah. and have all the fans behind him. People have paid for tickets. People you have know. gambled as well. People have gambled. There's all these kind of things. There's all these kind mm. of factors. People have lost out. Really. <coughs> yeah. I mean, mm. when you come and say something, you just better just to shut up and not mm. say anything. In my yeah. opinion, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you caught you caught the fight. What was your thoughts? Yeah. No. I mean. I, if you remember in last week's podcast, I did mm. say that I think that the layoff would be a, mm. a big issue here. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I felt I felt like Wolves were doing all right. He was doing all right. Mm. We we felt that Lomachenko was going to have the edge mm. in this fight anyway. But um, it was a shame to see him quit like that. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't feel like it went the way he wanted to. But now with that ending, he definitely, you know, he probably regrets ending it in that way, mm. in that manner. One thing he was completely schooled though, wasn't he? Hundred percent. He's just got to deal with. Um, Lomachenko's footwork, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the way he just moves in there, he's just couldn't deal with him at mm-hmm. all. Couldn't yeah. deal with you him. You have at to all. think, like, in one night, he's lost a fight, he's lost his kind of rep, and he's lost his undefeated record yeah. all in one night. So, yeah, was, I guess there's a lot to take. So, let's go, quickly go back out to the phone lines. Um, so, we're going to go back out to 561. Uh, 561, I believe that is Cedric. Yes. Hi, Cedric. So, do you want to give us your thoughts on the uh, Lomachenko Waters fight? Well, considering I actually woke up for that fight, um, I was I was I was very disappointed to be honest. 
the fight started off, I didn't think that Walters was completely getting battered. It wasn't as if he was just hanging on for dear life to start with. And um, I was I was just really disappointed that he, he gave up when he did. I mean, I heard his explanation afterwards, but uh, again, I was always of the impression that boxing etiquette uh, required for you to actually stay in the fight until, you know, you either got knocked out or there was just nothing left in the tank. He was healthy. He was talking. He was conscious. It was cognitive, so I don't really understand why he gave up. I, I suppose it was probably down to frustration, but to me, it was really disappointing. And the other thing that I might also want to add to that is that, you know, you have to think about the people who've actually paid to watch this fight and so forth and so on. I mean, I get that, you know, you wanted to protect himself, or, but I, I, actually, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. To me, it was a big, massive disappointment. On the Lomachenko side, I think this guy is fucking amazing he is a fantastic yeah. boxer from what i've actually seen from the little i know of him excellent boxer great no thank you very much for your comments there cedric um so um yeah no th thanks for calling in again and uh we'll speak to you soon so we're going to go out to zero six zero zero six zero the line is yours hello yes lads. how's it going not too bad who are we speaking with yeah shane man how you doing shane so shane what what, what's, what do you want to talk to us about Lomachenko waters me. Um, first and foremost, though, um, big up my man. Yeah, um, all congrats on the win and all of that. And um, yeah, man, stay focused, man. Don't worry about haters and all of that. Thanks. Part and parcel of part and parcel of where you're going, mate. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, the waters Lomachenko, mate. I was thinking, boy, where's this guy now? Because Lomachenko is probably, possibly, one of the, if not the best technical boxers who's active right now, and I mean, as in doing all the basics so well that it makes him look like some type of, type of demigod coming up. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I love Riggin now, for example, but his defence ain't too great. Lomachenko's mm. defence is great. His offence is good. His foot placement is great. <coughs> it always has been. Yeah? Um, mm. Waters, he's got that wide stance. And you're, you're taught that in boxing, that, and that wide stance isn't going to be your best friend, but he relies mm. on his crook. His quick reactions and that, that knockout punch, obviously. Yeah. Um, with Lomachenko, he just knew how to circumnavigate that, kept his feet on the outside, so forth. Some coming. Yeah. Waters just had no answer for him. He couldn't get the right hand on him. Without that right hand, he took away his best weapon. Without that, he was just frustrated. Yeah. And it just came to a head. And I think that little gesture, like what you're saying, you know, he put his hand up. I think that just got to him a bit too much. And. He basically murdered the axe murderer. Yeah, yeah and it was just—it was—it was sad to see. I don't know where does Waters go from here, though. I mean, where that does he was... go from here? How does he, how does he take this? Because it was not just a loss; it was—it was a shutout. Yeah, yeah that's his, his first loss, and it was a shutout. Where does he go from this? I mean, I think for me, Waters—if he's able to pick up this career, which I believe he will—but I think whoever he fights now, if he knocks the opponent out, and it's a credible guy. Um, I think it's just going to show the levels that Lomachenko is. So he's going to, he, I don't want to say a gatekeeper, but it's going to be a tricky positioning for him as well. Also, who's going to be a tune-up fight for him? You know, he's he's going to have a bad reputation. Is he going to sell tickets? Um, you know, he's not a, a home fighter in terms of being based in the US. So I think that's going to be an interesting sort of uh, next 12 to 18 months for him in terms of how he comes back. I guess a quick question for you, Shane, is who who would you like to see Lomachenko face next? To be honest, I've been out the game for so long. Me, I'm working so hard. I just knew that fight was coming up. I said, right, yeah, I know these two. I'm watching it. Who else is in the weight division? I mean, there's a, quite a few names in the weight division, but there's talk of a of a Pacquiao. Um, obviously, he's got a loss I to Salido. What's, what's, what's the weight differential between oh, him and Lomachenko? 
Um, it's about seven. It's about twelve pounds. Seventeen pounds. Yeah, it's about twelve seventeen pounds. So what? Did they could they probably meet in the middle or something? What's Pacquiao a bit smaller than him, right? Yeah, Pacquiao's a bit bigger than him actually. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Pacquiao could drop that weight. Um, I don't think that's something that is really um worth exploring unless unless Aram's trying to pass the torch to Lomachenko. I think there's a couple of UK fighters that could be interested. Where we go? Again, the weight. What do you think about the weight? Man, it could meet up about. Hundred and thirty. But would Lomachenko want to drain for for Rigo? That's the question. Yeah, it's put like four pounds, really, when you think about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely an option, and I know Rigondeaux called him out. So Rigondeaux, the the infamous Cuban fighter that pretty much like our our, our guest in the studio was avoided for a long the longest of times, and um, he's called out uh, Lomachenko. So we're going to see what happens there. So listen, Shane, thank you for calling in. Um, keep listening to the show, um, and yeah, keep sharing us on social media. Oh, Hara, how do you feel about um, moving up divisions? I'm not for for now, yeah. but do you feel that there's a there's a case for fighters to move up divisions and you know mm. conquer different weight classes? I've just gone up in weight, and um, I don't believe that you should go up and that there's a need to go up in weight to conquer another weight division unless you need to. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could be, if I could make the weight that I was easily, I would have stayed out that way throughout my whole boxing career. Mm-hmm. There's no point in going up in weight and giving another man advantage. Because when you go up and wait, they've always got the size advantage of um, the size advantage. Because like they're more natural at that weight, or they're coming down from above, and you're going up. So um, I wouldn't want to give anyone that advantage. You've got enough contenders now at each weight class. Mm-hmm. So um, if it was up to me, I'll stay. I'll I'll, I'll just keep at what at whatever weight I am, and um, yeah. And just dominate, clear out the division. Yeah. Okay. Which one's the money division? Pardon? Where's the which one's the money division? Money. Um, I don't know, I think there's a money in a lot of them. It's just about whether the fight's gonna sell or not. It's just about the who's in the way and whether the fight's gonna sell. Now money's everywhere. It's just entertaining fight. Look at like the Bellu Hay fight. The fights sells because it's entertaining. Some fights there were some heavyweight fights that don't sell at all. Mm. Then you got the Joshua fights that sell lots because it's about who it is in there. Regardless of who's fighting. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's just about the person. So we've got a couple of more calls. Um, so we're going to go out on the lines to 464. 464, the line's open and the floor's all yours. Hello? Hi, hi. hi. You're who right. are we speaking, who are we speaking to? Uh, it's Shamara. Hi, Shamara. What would you like to talk to us about today, Shamara? Um, if I can, I just wanted to go back and talk about the um, Dylan White and Chizora fight. Yep. Because um, it seemed like there was more leaning towards um, Chizora winning that fight. I quite disagree with that, actually. Um, I think Dylan White, when he's fighting someone who he has a genuine issue with, I think potentially he could surprise us. Um, mm. And we saw that with Anthony Joshua. And um, I think I don't even think Anthony provoked him as much as um, Chizora had, if I'm honest. So I'm actually quite confident that, that Dylan might take that fight. Yeah, no, I think there's the... To be honest, I think he's probably the favourite. If you were, look at, if you were to look at the... Um, the odds and check with the with the bookies. I think he is the favourite. So, yeah, definitely a lot of people agree with you, Shamar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, Chizora can he can take a punch. There's no doubt about that. I think it will go a few rounds. To be honest, quite a few rounds. But um, I would say that would be a knockout. Wicked. No, thank you very much. So we're going to move on, Shamara. But thank you very much for calling in. And we're going to go to our last caller of the night. Four seven eight. Four seven eight. The line on the floor is yours. Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, my name's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? 
Yeah, not bad, not bad, guys. Really enjoying your podcast tonight. Um, really cool. Thank you. Um, I just, I just wanted to uh, to talk about the um, the David Hay uh, against Belly fight. Okay, go ahead. And um, I, I, in my, I kind of think that people are are kind of missing something here because if you're saying that it's almost a pick'em sort of fifty-fifty bout, then you're basically saying that Belly could take out um, White and Chisora and give AJ a tough fight, um, which I don't. I think each one of them would beat him. And I think Hay demolishes him, and it's one of those uh, match-room mismatches. So you're not buying into this being a fair fight, Jeff? No, I think personally it's they're cooking it up to sell pay-per-view uh, buys. And literally, it's gonna, he's going to absolutely waste him. It's going to be like when he took out Chisora in five rounds, or probably worse. Yeah, so you're predicting a, f- a knockout in five rounds for David Hay? Yeah, yeah, within. Within five rounds, yeah. No, and and to be honest, I think, you know, if you look at a lot of the, the blogs or you look on online, you do see that uh, Hay is clearly the favourite in everybody's mind. Um, I think, for my opinion, um, I just feel Belly shouldn't be ruled out. But Nam obviously agrees with you um, on the panel. He clearly agrees with you in terms of uh, Belly is going to get knocked out. 100%. Actually, it's up to Hay, mate. Whenever he wants to finish it, we'll finish it. That's, Whatever round. Yeah. I know you guys were talking about people that are like, uh, that are kind of, uh, I guess, bullies. And you kind of see in certain fighters where they're really spiteful. It's almost like the kid in the playground that really wants to fight. And Hayes has that about him. You see, when he really knows that he can take somebody out, he's like a little bully in the ring. You know, I don't know if it's just me seeing something that probably is not there, but that's what I see when I when I see it. It's definitely all subjective. Um, and I will say this, you know, through this um, sort of press conference or since the announcement, I do feel that there's a there's more spite to David Hay. Um, usually he's a little bit more calm and composed in press conferences, um, but he definitely had an agenda. He had a sort of a prescribed script that he wanted to kind of attack you know you saw what he said with Hearn you saw obviously what he said uh, directly at Bellew so I do think you're right in terms of the spitefulness um, again yeah I just think it's going to be an interesting fight so Jeff thank you very much for the call um, appreciate your time and uh, speak soon so yeah so it seems that the public are kind of slightly have in favour of yourself um, in terms of hey Bellew and um, they're agreeing with you. So I, I think like, that's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think besides Ohara, I've not heard anyone say, like... Yeah. It's a 50-50 or... But he's got a chance. I think generally everyone's just saying he's going to go out with him yeah. four. Yeah, so we see. I mean, that's boxing as well. Every, every, there's always upsets. Everyone's we all got predicted a chance. Precisely. So. We all predicted Klitschko to, to beat Fury and, mm. and look at that. That was a unanimous. So yeah. just touching before we go towards the end of the show, we're going to do our go through our wrap-up. Um, so obviously we saw last week Anthony Yards uh, got a knockout. A uh, great good performance from him. I think he probably needs to get some uh, longer fights if he can. What, mm-hmm. What's your point? What's your fight? Did you were you there in attendance? Um, I wasn't there because um, I'm usually at his fights, but I fought the day after. Mm, so of this course. time um, I missed his fight, but he still has to come <coughs> back to my fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he. Um, that was a good performance. Um, the shot he ended the fight with wasn't it wasn't a hard shot, but he caught him in the right place, mm. and that's what boxing's about. It's not about the power; it's about hitting him in the right place, and that's what he done. He's um. He's a, a smart boxer. I've, I've known him from when he first got into boxing. Mm-hmm. And um, I've only seen progress. And um, it's time to up the levels now. And I believe that that's what he'll do. Yeah. I believe that from now on that he's going to start up in, up in all the levels and start fighting um, better opponents and 
making them look the same. Yeah. Making them look the same as all these as all the current opponents have been looking. Yeah. And I feel feel like it'll go a long way in boxing. Yeah, he's definitely got an interest in 2017. Yeah. Um, obviously we saw victories as well for Bradley Skeet, mm. our boy Jones Jr. and Toby yeah. Flanagan um, last weekend as well. So those yeah. were good performances. Yeah. Any one of those stand out for you or? Bradley Skeet is really good. Um, yeah. I've always rated Bradley Skeet. Um, should have more exposure like for the talent that he's got. Mm. Um, he should have more exposure, but um, he's doing really good. Yeah, and I think he got really far in boxing. Yeah. Boy Jones Junior, I didn't see his fight, but I've heard um, I've sparred him once or twice. Okay. in the gym. So um, yeah. tough kid. Yeah, tough kid. Um, willing to learn, um, humble. Yeah, and um, yeah, hope he can, he can, he can go far in boxing. Okay. Terry Flanagan. Um, I don't know. I've I've never seen him fight. But he's world champion, so yeah. um, you can't take any anything away from him. No, that was and it was a good good performance from him. We got a good stoppage on Orlando Cruz, so mm. there was a lot of eyes on that fight for for mm. various reasons and and more specific ones. Um, yeah. But it was a good performance for him. I think next year he needs to be looking at you know his rivals in in the division yeah. and trying to unify before he decides to maybe go up. So exactly. um, yeah, I think that was the big fights this weekend, um, mm-hmm. guys. Questions from you. No, I think uh, yeah, it's just like really, just sort of say thank you for Harry for for coming in. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I, I thought it was a fantastic performance, and just mm-hmm. want to wish wish you the best of luck for the future. Thanks. Yeah, we can't wait to see the next fight. But before you go, I have one question for you. What's that? When are we gonna see you on Tawi? Oh, on Tawi. <laughs> I don't know. I've actually been in there a couple of times um, in the background scenes. Okay. Um, a bit before I turned pro. Um, obviously, uh, uh, me and Arjun have been good mates from even before I turned pro. And um, he managed to get me in a few background scenes. And uh, anyone that saw me in there, my phone was going off. I was getting texts and phone calls. <laughs> really popular yeah, show. But um, I don't think that show is really for me. Um, I've actually asked Arjun if, if he can get me on a show. But he was saying, oh, you're too big for the show. And I'm thinking, I've got a thousand followers and you've got 1.5 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think that shows uh, for me. Um, just going to stick to my field. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right then. No, good. So um, again, thank you for coming to the show, Harold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Raps on TV, the latest in uh, podcast that mm-hmm. interacts with the guests, as you saw today. Mm-hmm. We feel that that's a really good platform for every body in the industry to kind of interact mm. with with fans and yeah. get the feedback and as you said earlier yeah. get a bit of a push in you know to get mm. positive uh, yeah. messages from fans telling you to stick to it mm-hmm. the negativity you know yeah. ignore it you know yeah. what do they say you if you're doing something right mm-hmm. the haters usually follow you yeah. uh, right by your side so like you said you woke up as champions so. yeah exactly. you know there's <laughs> there there, you those go. are buzzes to have so um <laughs> so i think it's a, it's a price to pay but you know we think you're dealing with it well um we'll keep following you on twitter mm-hmm. and, and seeing any word war of words but again you know from the raps on team really thank you for coming mm-hmm. on to the show today um and for all our listeners and callers thank you again um keep listening out for more news and um information from uh, raps on tv the latest place for boxing in the UK. Fans talking boxing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.